When it comes to choosing an autoresponder, you need to understand your requirements. You need to know what it is that you want from an autoresponder and what the autoresponders offer you. But it's important that you sit and spend a little bit of time thinking about what it is that you want. What are your needs? We're going to talk about that a little in this video. You need to understand your budget as well. Can you afford to pay monthly? Can you afford to just buy something one-off? Or do you need to have a real, real tight budget and have to go for something that's free or very inexpensive? Your budget will determine which autoresponder you can go for. Do you want the hassle of hosting it yourself? Do you want to install the script, configure it, set it up, update it, maintain security and so on? Or do you want to buy a hosted service and have someone else take care of all that for you? How many lists do you want? Some autoresponders limit the number of lists you can have and how many messages you can send. So you need to understand that. You need to make sure that whichever autoresponder you choose is one that you can grow into. If you can only have 10 lists and you think, oh, that's plenty, and you hit 10, then you've got a problem. So, you know, you, ideally you want one, and most of them do, that will allow you to host unlimited lists. What you need to do is look at the different services, look at the features of them, compare them to what you want, and then decide which autoresponder to go for from that. Now, Aweber is probably one of the most popular though GetResponse and Wizard Autoresponder are also very popular. Uh, GetResponse is well established, Wizard Autoresponder is relatively new to the scene but is receiving some very very good reviews and is very popular with its customers. There are many others such as Infusionsoft, iContact and Constant Contact. These are more business orientated and high-end. They offer in-depth reporting, segmentation of lists and so on and so forth. It's where Aweber feels that it is heading. Um, Aweber recently changed its pricing structure and added a lot of new features which is trying to put itself on a par with these services. So you know, you've got to consider that as well. Do you want that level of segmentation and reporting or do you just want to be able to send messages out to lists? Now hosting versus hosted. Now Typically, if you're hosting your own, you pay a one-off fee. You buy a script for $100, $200, $500, whatever it might be. Hosted tends to be continued payment. So you're renting it if you're hosting it, if you're hosted um, using a hosted service. So you tend to pay a certain amount per month. Now, some of the autoresponders, this amount varies according to how many people you have on your list, which, of course, puts the burden on you to actually market to your list. If you're hosting your own, it means you have to install the software, configure it, and keep the script updated. You have to worry about security and patches and so on and so forth. Which, if you're not technically you know, skilled, could be quite difficult for you to do. It also you know, could be a hassle. You, know, you might have to pay someone to do it. It constantly means that you've got updates to do. So it's a lot of work to do. And that does put a lot of people off hosting their own. Uh, it's simply the, the work involved, particularly with applying patches and some of the um, autoresponders that you buy say, well, you can have this version, then they release a new version six months later and say, ah, yeah, well, if you want to upgrade, it's another $100. So, you know, they get you like that. So, you know, it, it can be a, a, an issue, but then if you don't need the upgraded features, you don't need to upgrade, do you? 
Now, a hosted service will usually provide a better delivery rate, simply because companies like Aweber and GetResponse work with the big email giants like Gmail, uh, Hotmail, AOL, Yahoo, and so forth, and have very, very strict rules about what can be sent out and how it's sent out and so on, which means that you know they don't have a problem. The hosted companies have people working to make sure that the domains aren't spoofed and so on and so forth. If you're hosting your own, I mean, I used to host my own autoresponder and I just got flooded with junk messages. People obviously realized, spammers obviously realized. And what I found is I was getting, you know, there was messages being sent out from my domain name um, from all, all over the place. And um, my domain name, before I knew it, had become blacklisted by a lot of companies, and was um, you know messages were just going into the junk folder. So it's a really, really serious problem. So you do have to consider that, and you know bear in mind that the hosted service will spend much more time ensuring that their service is spam free. And basically, the higher the delivery rate, the higher the open rate, the higher your earnings. If your messages aren't getting through and they're getting lost in the junk or spam folders, that's bad news. That's your earnings going down the pan. Hosting your own, you do run the risk of having your domain blacklisted. I imagine there's some ways around it. I mean, I'm pretty technically competent. I know what I'm doing. I know my way around the server and the script. But I couldn't, even with my web host's help, I was struggling to stop the... Um, spoofing of my domain name there's very little I could do so um, as I said my domain was very soon blacklisted and in the end um, I let the domain expire because it was useless to me because it was so damaged by the spammers but hosting your own if you're careful yeah, it's not bad a lot of people still host their own uh, autoresponders a lot of very big names do simply because they have control over their list and that's the thing. If you host your own, you physically own your list. It's yours. It's in you know on your server. You know where it is. Whereas if I have an Aweber account, well, where's my list? It's on an Aweber server. Can I get to it? Yeah, I might be able to export a copy, but I don't really own it. So this is why a lot of people prefer to host their own. They've got complete control. They can do what they want. They're not you know, beholden to the autoresponder company and having to do exactly what they want. And obviously that suits some people who perhaps want to enter a slightly grey shade in their emailing. Particularly if, um, you know, for example, you may want to run single opt-in because you get more people on your list because you don't have the issues with double opt-in messages not being clicked on or delivered. But your autoresponder service won't allow you, so you may end up hosting your own so you can do that but again it's up to you which way you go what you're looking out for whichever autoresponder you choose is a high rate of deliverability if your messages aren't getting through you're not going to be earning your messages have to be delivered and they have to get through to the inbox not the spam or junk mail folder I mean let's be honest hands up anyone who sits and spends time reading every single message in the spam folder I don't see many hands. Very few people do. If it's not getting through to the inbox, you're not earning. You need to make sure that whichever autoresponder you choose complies with the anti-spam regulations. This is very, very important. It could damage your business incredibly. Not to mention the fact that you know if you do get 
caught spamming and you know you actually are you could face prosecution and even jail and uh, basically an unlimited fine yeah it it's not pleasant so you have got to make sure that they comply with the anti-spam laws and they're aware of them because that way you are going to be safe you want a reliable and established service you don't want to rush out and go for you know whatever it might be any old company you want to make sure that whatever service you're using is reliable an autoresponder is usually for life to be perfectly honest uh, once you have one it's a nightmare to move your autoresponder if you th you know most autoresponder ser hosted services for example will insist that your leads opt back into your mailing list when they import it they have to protect themselves against spam laws and people who harvest email addresses but what it means is it means that you lose an awful lot of subscribers. Yeah, I've known people with you know twenty thousand on their list, and they've moved and they've lost loads of people. I mean, I had, uh, I was on, I was hosting my own script for some time, and as I said to you, my domain name ended up getting blacklisted and completely ruined by spammers. So I thought, right, I'm going to have to move to my uh, a hosted service. I want that reliability. I want that deliverability so I did and um, my list I I had uh, almost 10,000 people on my list at the time I thought right I'm gonna get them all I'll message them two or three times I'll get them to subscribe to my new list so that I can market to them from my hosted service and out of 10,000 people only about 150 reconfirmed their email address so effectively by moving I lost um, almost 10,000 subscribers took me a year and a half to build that many up so you've got to be careful you know you don't want to be shifting around autoresponders every few days every every year or so because you can end up losing a lot of subscribers you need to understand who owns the list and whether you can export it if it's a hosted service exporting the list means that if the worst happens you can then load it onto your own service and you still have your list and you can still mail to them a lot of marketers will do that they'll take their lists and they have their own autoresponder and they put it on their own autoresponder as well so that they've got them safe in case there's a problem that's something to consider you got to look out for whether it will offer double opt-in or single opt-in again depends on what you want to do with your business do you want to go for double opt-in do you want to just stick with single opt-in double opt-in gives you the protection against the anti-spam laws single opt-in gives you an awful lot more subscribers you want something that's easy to use you don't want a script that you look at and it confuses you and it's counterintuitive it's got to be something that's very very easy for you to use and something that's easy for people to um, unsubscribe from you want something that allows you to put that like a, a signature at the bottom so you can put your contact details in compliance with the spam laws and so on and you also want a company that's contactable if there's a problem you need to be able to get hold of them you know, it's no good them taking three weeks to answer a message if you know, your list isn't working. That's a huge problem. That could really damage your income. So make sure that they have uh, good contactability and good response rates. And that's really what you're looking for in a list. Now, an autoresponder is a big choice, and you do need to make sure you get it right pretty much the first time. If you move autoresponders, you do run the risk of losing a lot of subscribers. So, think about what you need, think about your budget, look at some of the sites we've mentioned here and decide which one will work for you and then 
once you're really sure subscribe to it and start building your lists and start earning from them